You're listening to Ari Goldwag's Parsha Podcast, recorded in 5767-2007. This is this week's Parsha, Bereshis, Bara Elohim, the beginning of the Torah, Genesis. We started again on Simchas Torah, and we say the whole Parsha on this Shabbos. I'd like to sh- share with you a quick idea, because I already gave you some, thought, some food for thought for this week about Simchas Torah. I'd like to share with you something that I heard from a friend of mine. His name is Rav Yoav Druyan. And he says a beautiful idea, and I want to share with you, it goes as follows. On the fourth day of creation, if I'm not mistaken, on the fourth day of creation, God created the sun and the moon. And there's a very famous medrash that says that when those two great luminaries were created, so the sun and the moon were standing there up in the heavens, as if to say, and the moon came to God and said to God, you know, we've got the, we've got the sun, we've got the moon, we're both very big, we're both very bright. But, uh, you know, I can't, there can't be more than one ruler over the heavens. You can only have one. Implying, you know, you got to take the sun out of here and, you know, let me be in charge. So God says to the moon, I'm sorry, Mr. Moon, but uh, you're true. What you're saying is true. It's very true. In fact, you're so correct, I'm going to listen to you. However, not exactly as you thought. You thought that I'm going to make the sun smaller, or perhaps, or take the sun away. In fact, I'm going to make the moon smaller. And thus the moon lost its grandeur, its greatness, and the moon was shrunken. As I understand it, it means that the moon began to wax and wane. As opposed to previously, the moon was always whole. was always whole. As it is on the 15th day of the month, in general. The moon was always that way. But after the moon's complaint, God said, I'm sorry, but... Uh, no longer will you be as large as the, as, the, as the sun, or constantly as large as the sun. Now the message of this medrash is clear. The message is that if you're going to be selfish, even if you're saying something that's indeed true, you're going to find yourself in a very uncomfortable position in the end. Now there's a second part to this medrash, which I don't believe is as famous, that I heard from Rav Yoav Druyan. And the second part of the medrash is as follows. It says that God separated between the upper waters and the lower waters. And between them he placed the rakia, he placed this firmament. I can't tell you, I don't understand what that means. But that's what the Torah says, that's what the verse says. And now the Medrash says that when God separated between the upper waters and the lower waters, so the lower waters were upset. In fact, the lower waters, inside the lower waters there was salt. And the salt complained to God and said, God, it's not fair. The waters that are the upper waters that don't contain the salt, seemingly it sounds like this is the salt from the salt water of the sea. So the salt complained and said, Why is it that the upper waters get to be close to you? Why is it that the upper waters get to be close to you? It should be, we're, we're very distant from you. We're very upset. So again, you see that there's this complaint. God created something, created the world in a certain way, and the creation itself complained. So God responded a very different response to the to the salt than that than than his response to the to the moon. God said to the salt, "You're right. You want to be close to me. You're right. In fact, when the temple is built in Jerusalem, you are going to have a very special part of the service in the temple, because with each and every offering that's given upon the the mezbeach upon the altar in the temple, there's going to be a salt." a salt offering as part of the offering. And in fact, that's how you will come close to me because not only will you come close to me, but you're going to help the people of Israel come close to me as well. 
So we have two very different tainas, two very different desires that were expressed, one by the moon and one by the salt. The moon expressed the desire that it should be, that it should be it, that it should be the only one in the heavens. And the salt expressed the desire that it should come close to God. And the salt's desire was responded to that indeed the salt's desire will be fulfilled. Because when a person desires to come close to God, then God has to say yes. It's one of those things that no matter what's going on, God has to respond. When you dive in, when you dive into Hashem, when you call out to Hashem, and you say, God, please bring me close to you. All I want is to be close to you. God has to say yes. He has to respond with an, with an affirmative, with the positive, and He's going to draw you close to Him. Because that's the purpose of creation. So my friend Rav Yoav Druyan drew a very interesting parallel between the moon and Korach. Korach, if you remember, he came to, he came to Moshe Rabbeinu and he said, you know, why are you showing nepotism to your brother Aaron? Why are you showing him that he should be, why is he going to be the Kohen Gadol? Why is he, why are you and he trying to make yourselves greater than everyone else? Korach's taina was very similar. What he was saying was very similar to what the moon said. There can't be, there can't be, there shouldn't be so many great ones. There should only be one, it should be me. And Korach's, the, the response that Hashem gave to Korach was, I'm sorry, but you have to fall into the, into the ground. Whereas Aaron, what was Aaron's taina? Aaron had no taina, he didn't say anything. He said, maybe you're right, Korach. I don't know. And indeed, in fact, all I want is that the honor of Hashem should be what comes out. The greatest thing to Aaron was not that his own honor should come out. Vayidom Aaron, it says elsewhere. But, but Aaron's midah was, was one of, of, of just wanting to come close to Hashem. And the response of Hashem to Aaron was that his, his pathway, the way that he went, was the successful way. And Aaron indeed was the one who was chosen to be the, Aaron, the, the, the Kohen Gadol, the high priest in the Beis Hamikdash, in the Holy Temple. Because someone whose chief desire is to come close to God, that's, he is granted his desire. That desire is granted to him. And in fact, not only was his desire to bring himself close to God, it says, The midah, the attribute of Aaron was that he would, not only did he want to be close to God, but he would bring others close to God. And that's also something that the melach, the salt itself does. Because when it wanted to come close to God, not only did it accomplish that by being part of a korban, by being part of a sacrifice that that came close to God, but it helped others to come close to God. It helped the people of Israel to come close to God. And when we desire to come close to God, if we truly desire it, not only can we affect ourselves, not only can we bring ourselves close to God, but we can bring others close to God. And that, I believe, is the message here. And that's the difference between the moon. The moon only has a chief desire that it should be chashuv. It should be the thing that's looked to that's great. And it should be looked upon as the messenger of God, as if to say, but the, the salt wasn't interested in, in, in being it, in having covet, having honor. It was only interested in connecting to God, connecting to the spiritual. And that has to be our focus always. And if that's our focus and that's our desire, and we call out to Hashem and we ask Him to please bring us close to you, then Hashem will always answer us. Hashem will always respond to our tefillos and our prayers. And it's my bracha, my blessing to you and to me, to all of us. Hashem should always answer our prayers, and especially our prayers to come close to Him. Provide us with all the things that we need in order to come close to Him. Amen. Have a great Shabbos.